by this habit of fear, it blocks us from receiving energy as our core becomes so tight. Imagine when you're scared, you feel all your muscles, you feel all your fascia tensing. So when everything is tense, there is no place for anything new. Hello, beautiful people. This is The Way In Podcast. My name is Jana Saleh, a yoga therapist, a breathwork practitioner, and a partner at Lamayulu. The purpose of this podcast is to give you food for thought, as well as to share with you tips, tricks, and strategies that can help you brighten your days. Remember, the only way out is in. Hello, beautiful people. I hope you're all doing well. In this episode, we're going to be talking about our root chakra, or muladhara. Muladhara is the Sanskrit term for the first chakra known as the root or the base chakra. Mul means base and adhara means support. And this describes perfectly the primary goal of this first chakra, to ground, root and sustain us in our daily lives. This chakra is situated at the base of the spine. It's between the reproductive organs and the anus. It is the center of our stability and the home of the Kundalini, this life force within us. The three main energy channels called Nadis, Ida, Pingala and Shushumna that ascend the spine emerge from Muladhara Chakra. Roots have both masculine and feminine traits. Regardless of our gender, both must be engaged. The masculine energy is descendant. It pushes down from our first chakra through our legs and forth with our feet to create a wide base of support for us. Now in turn, the feminine energy, the ascending energy nourishes and nurtures the seed by bringing nutrients, nutrients and moisture upwards from the earth through the legs to nourish all the body. Muladhara can be considered or is the base of our entire system. Think about it in building blocks. The root chakra is the foundation on which all of the other chakras must rest. It's vital. If our foundation is weak, all the rest will be shaky. Think about it. You wouldn't buy a house with weak foundations, would you? You would want to feel safe in the house knowing that it will not collapse. Well, in the same way, your spirit needs a steady vehicle to stir. The root chakra, the element earth, is what allows us to experience our body, solidity, health, material and monetary life, and as well our ability to focus and materialize our wants. There's like an energetic pull inwards towards the core that is necessary. It clings to the bones, solidifies the body, and establishes edges and boundaries. Okay, to make that easier, the plants in your house, the pot in which the plants rest keeps the dirt firmly around the plant's roots. It keeps the water and nutrients in. in. And so it, it allows the plant to thrive. The dirt would become loose if the pot was broken and the plant would tumble over and die. So you see, those boundaries are necessary to grow. The first chakra represents our most primal level of consciousness our survival instincts that are designed to keep us alive. Those survival instincts are hardwired into the body. The 
instinctual feelings get programmed in our nervous system before we're even born. And, and those instincts, they come from, they're transgenerational, right? So they come from the memories of our racial and cultural heritage, like um, a realm of inherited instincts. In the previous episode, we spoke about the chakras in general. And we said that they had three functions, one of them being the management of the physical aspect. So Muladhara manages an array of body parts. It manages the lower extremities, hips, and related bones and muscles, the immune system generally, the rectum, the elimination system, the large intestine, and parts of the genitals. Why, why do I tell you that? I think it's important to know because your physical symptoms can tell you which chakra needs your attention and by working the chakras, you can alleviate your physical symptoms. So Muladhara governs our sense of security and grounding in the world. It offers us a sense of purpose and passion, as well as a sense of stability and solidity. It teaches us how to keep energy in check and let it build up. It's all about having the ability to feel safe, trust, and prosperous. When does this chakra develop? There are many systems. According to Anodaya Judith, this chakra activates from in utero till about one year old. In the 12 chakra system, it awakens in the womb and during the following six months. In another Hindu system, it starts in the womb up to seven years old. Let's consider the in the womb and the birth, okay? Just imagine for one moment that you are a newborn. You were in your mom's womb where everything was warm and dark, everything was supplied to you, everything was easy. And suddenly, you're in a cold environment, there are bright shining lights everywhere, there's a lot of movement, a lot of noise around you. What a terrifying sensation, don't you think? Things aren't as readily available as they were before. We're not getting our food, we're not getting our warmth. We start, we need to start asking for them. We need to learn to express our needs and hope they will, that they will be met. Because unfortunately, at this stage, we're completely reliant on our caregivers, like our parents and family members. Do you like what you've heard so far? By clicking the subscribe button, you can make sure you never miss a show. Listeners like you make this podcast possible. So really, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, let's get back to the show. If those basic needs were fulfilled, we will learn to believe that the world will provide for us, that we are safe and that we may rest and enjoy our journey. Like the continuity between the inside and the outside remains unbroken and the state of fusion with the mom continues. If, on the other hand, our instinctual impulses do not get us the things we need in order to survive, we learn to distrust or ignore our instincts and simultaneously perceive the world as hostile. We develop growing distrust of the outer world, dissociation from the inner world, and the feeling of helplessness and inadequacy at the core of our being. This feels like having to constantly justify our existence. Constantly, constantly having to prove that we're worthy. We start developing body image issues and an, unhealth, an unhealthy relationship with food. Now, 
When are the needs not met? When we're not fed when we're hungry? When we're not changed if we're dirty? Um, if we're not held when we need to? If the environment is noisy? If we have poor mother bonding? If we've had as a baby difficulty keeping the food down? Or if we've had the feeling of not being wanted? Uh, a violent environment? All those can lead to a root chakra blocking. But when we hear all this, we imagine we imagine big traumas. In reality, something as simple as your mom leaving you with the neighbor because they need to work might feel like you've been unwanted or you've been abandoned. Needing, for example, to be held at a moment that your mom was extremely busy may result in feeling that you're not wanted. So there are small little things, they don't need to be big traumas. There are small little events that happen that create in us a certain belief of not being enough, not being wanted, not being safe, not being able to trust. So when all this happens to us, the natural result is fear. Fear becomes imprinted in our nervous system. It becomes a habit, a second nature to us. And anything outside that state becomes uncomfortable. Now this habit of fear it blocks us from receiving energy as our core becomes so tight. Imagine when you're scared, you feel all your muscles, you feel all your fascia tensing. So when everything is tense, there is no place for anything new. So not only does it block you from receiving energy, but it wastes a lot of energy having to be alert all the time. If you constantly feel that you're in danger, so your nervous system is always alert, thinking it needs to protect you. So imagine how much energy is wasted. A blocked root chakra can either be deficient or excessive. So a deficient root chakra, chakra feels like we're, we're not grounded. We only want to be up in the fantasy world. We're always seeking meditation techniques that will take us higher, not wanting to be in this realm. We're not very embodied, so we're not very connected to our bodies. We don't feel its sensation, we don't feel its warning. And we become attached to that sense of fear. It becomes part of us. An excessive chakra may look like being overly attached to material things, over-amping the survival instincts. Or it could be like, for example, the instinct of eating a lot in order to survive. So a deficient true chakra might have a very skinny body and an excessive might have an overweight body. And not only do we see a closed root chakra on the individual, but we can see it worldwide. Worldwide, you can see the issues of this blocked chakra, like financial crisis, environmental crisis, health crisis. These are all root chakra issues happening on a larger scale. Now, how to balance this chakra? Obviously, <laughs> yoga. As long as you take yoga as a tool for self-acceptance rather than self-improvement. We're always feeling that we need to improve ourselves. It's, it's wrong. We are exactly where we need to be. We just need to learn to self-accept, self-know and self-accept. So yoga would be with a special focus on the thighs and the pelvis, drawing the energy up from the earth through our feet. We want to make sure not to block the knees to allow the energy to flow. If you check the block on the Muladhara Chakra, you're gonna have a, a list of asanas you can use. Meditation and grounding exercises are magical. 
to work the chakras, going out to nature and connecting with the earth are amazing ways to ignite and to energize Muladhara. Then you want to harvest the chakra by understanding its fear. You want to befriend the fear and you want to transform it into an ally. Whenever you become scared, don't think that there is something wrong with you. Just think that, oh, a message is being delivered through that sensation of fear. And then you want to try and catch yourselves having those negative thoughts. Consciously changing the thought. Time after time, you start reducing its power. Maybe you can as well research your birth and your early childhood. Maybe you can put two and two together, see how your first year of life was. And as you do that, see what comes up for you. What thoughts, what memories, what feelings. Start writing them down and externalize your discoveries. Well, that's all I've got for you regarding the root chakra. I hope this serves you well. And if you've got any questions or any advice, please don't hesitate to send us a message. And until then, I want to wish you a great morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to The Way In Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast app. But even just telling a friend about it would be very helpful and wonderful. Do follow us on social media at Lamayulu, and don't forget to visit our website at www.lamayulu.com. And once again, thank you.